easily fit that profile. She was spending the summer digging at Sepphoris as a student volunteer. A smart move, she thought. Not only would it look good on her resume, but there was a certain thrill in finding new paths into the past, courtesy of a trowel. More than half of the other student volunteers at the dig were men, some of whom were taking as much interest in Jenny with her honey-blonde hair, sculpted features, and shorts and tank tops, as in the excavations. Coolly, she ignored them, finding much more interest in what her spade or brush was uncovering. Many of the archaeological greats had conducted digs at Sepphoris. Ehud Netzer, Eric Myers, Zeev Weiss. But this season, James F. Strange was back in charge. The famed University of South Florida professor had a glittering track record at Sepphoris. Jenny recalled his opening remarks at their orientation session earlier in June when he introduced his staff to the 26 newly arrived students and other volunteers from eight different nations. They were sitting in Sepphoris's excavated semicircular theater, much as spectators had done 2,000 years earlier. A stocky, bearded figure in field khakis, who seemed to have freshly arrived from the Australian outback, Strange had walked to stage center. Adjusting his jaunty leather hat, its broad brim turned upward on one side, he announced in commanding tones, Hello, all of you. I'm Jim Strange. Welcome to the most exciting dig in Israel. Jenny had discounted his statement as a bit of friendly bluster. But not for long. Strange proceeded to give a brief history of Sepphoris, but in that short overview, jagged peaks of importance jutted out of the landscape of the past. Two millennia ago, Sepphoris had been destroyed by the Romans for refusing to accept Rome's census, but the place was magnificently rebuilt by Herod Antipas, the most successful son of Herod the Great, and became the capital of Galilee. Josephus, the first-century Jewish historian, called the city the ornament of all Galilee. After the destruction of Jerusalem in the year A.D. 70, the ruling council of the Jews, the Sanhedrin, moved to Sepphoris. It was here, too, that the earliest portion of the Jewish Talmud, the Mishnah, was compiled. "'Are you impressed?' asked Strange rhetorically although some were nodding and even answering in the affirmative. Then answer this question. Who was the most famous resident of Galilee twenty centuries ago? Jenny shot up her hand. Jesus of Nazareth, she replied. Yes, indeed. And where do you suppose his mother Mary came from? Not Sepphoris, she wondered. According to earliest church tradition, yes, Sepphoris. And where did Mary, Joseph, and young Jesus live? Answer all together now. Nazareth, came the general response. Correct. And where is Nazareth? Less than four miles that way. He pointed to the southeast. We're in exactly the area where Jesus grew up. Gene Hopkins, a preppy sort from Princeton, who was sitting next to Jenny and trying hard to impress her, raised his hand and asked, Is there any chance that Jesus ever came here? 
Strange smiled, took off his hat to wave away some flies, and said, Not just a chance, as you say, but an overwhelming probability, say 999 out of 1,000. In fact, he must have visited here frequently. We know that young Jesus was a carpenter's apprentice for Joseph, so if Joseph, say, broke a saw blade, he'd probably send Jesus to get a new one here at Sepphoris. Nazareth was only a tiny village in those days, while this was the big city. A buzz of discussion arose until hushed by Strange's next question. By the way, what was Joseph doing up here in Galilee in the first place? The man most probably came from Bethlehem, didn't he? No one responded. Think, team. I've already told you the answer ten minutes ago. Jenny raised a timid hand and said, I think you said Sepphoris was...